Matthew chapter 28. Matthew, uh, actually Matthew 21, verse 28, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 21. And we're going to start reading in verse 28. Matthew chapter 21. Let's all stand together for the reading of God's word, please. Matthew chapter 21. You all want to sit down tonight? You're kind of uh, lower tonight. Why don't you all sit down and enjoy yourselves? I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. All right. Matthew chapter 21. We'll read four verses verses 28, 29, 30, and 31, and 32. I'm sorry, five verses. And we'll read those verses responsively. So Matthew chapter uh, 21, starting in verse 28. Verse 28, And what think ye? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go to work today in my vineyard. Together? He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And he came to the second. And said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. And went not. Together. Whether of them twain did the will of his father. They say unto him, the first. Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. Let's read verse 32 together. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye believed him not. But the publicans and the harlots believed him. And ye, when ye had seen it, repented not afterward that ye might believe him. And let's pray here. Father, I pray that you would uh, bless the, the message here tonight. Uh, I pray that it will be uh, helpful and inspiring. I think almost a, a tag team to this morning's message. But one that will definitely uh, be used Help us tonight as we look at the subject of finishing well. In Jesus' name, amen. could be worth Calvary when you knew I was lost and you knew that a cross was the price you'd have to pay when we cried crucify Lord you didn't have to die but you did it anyway now I'll never see what you saw in me Cause you knew I would never be perfect 
But I'm just so glad that somehow you thought I was worth it. Lord, sometimes I feel like a vessel. Just useless old pieces of clay But somehow you saw more Something worth dying for You paid more than you should have paid When you knew I was lost And you knew that a cross was the price You'd have to when we cried, crucify, Lord, you didn't have to die, but you did it anyway. Now I'll never see what you saw in me, cause you knew I would never be perfect. But I'm just so glad that somehow you thought I was worth it. Now I'll never see what you saw in me, cause you knew I would never be perfect. But I'm just so glad that somehow you thought I was worth it. Yes, I'm just so glad that somehow you thought I was worth it. All right, let's pray here, please. Father, I pray that you'd take the next few minutes we have here and use it. Uh, if we can grasp uh, the philosophy tonight, much like this morning, it really will be life-changing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, I preached this morning, and uh, somewhat along the lines of the same subject as, as I am tonight. Uh, Jesus was notorious for his parables, uh, his thought-provoking stories. He put out those thought-provoking stories uh, that always conveyed one of God's great truths. Here we have one, a very simple story, and yet, boy, what a great thought in it. He said, to, a man had two sons. He told them, he said, I want you to go out and work uh, in my vineyard. And he said, the first one said, I'm not going to do it. But later on, he repented and changed his mind, and he went ahead and went out to the vineyard and worked. The other son said, yes, sir, on my way. And he never did show up and never went. And Jesus said, now you tell me which one did the will of his father. And of course, everybody agreed it was the son who actually ended up going to the vineyard to do some work. And, and you know, uh, one, get this statement here, one started out well, but finished poorly. Yes, sir, I'll go. But he never went. He started well, and he finished poorly. The other one started poorly. I'm not going. But he went, and he finished well. I want to talk to you tonight on that subject right there of finishing well, finishing well. Do you know how you finish is more important than how you begin? 
uh, how, what, uh, what will you be remembered for? Or what will you be remembered as is always your ending. That's what your, your, where you finish is how you'll be remembered. Uh, how you finish is far more important than how you began. I mean, look at Paul. Paul came to the end of his life and what did he say? I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Paul finished well. Do you remember how Paul began? <laughs> you remember how Paul began? He began by persecuting Christians. He, gained, he began by uh, being an absolute 100% enemy of Jesus Christ. He had a very poor beginning, but people remember Paul for the way that he finished and how he finished his walk with God. We're going to be remembered by how we finish. That is more important than how we began. Look at J Jacob. You know, uh, uh, Jacob had a pretty rough start. Uh, he was a twin and his brother and when his brother was born and his brother was older than him by a, a, a few seconds or maybe a few minutes. But his brother was a little bit older. And the Bible says that when his brother was born, Jacob had a hold of his heel, had a hold of his foot being born second boy after his older brother from the very beginning. Yeah, uh, remember when uh, he uh, he conned his brother out of the out of the birthright? He traded his, got his brother to trade his birthright for a bowl of chili, a bowl of red soup, the Bible says. And uh, uh, not a real noble man, this Jacob. Uh, uh, Jacob, uh, uh, his, his name meant a, a subplanter or a con artist, if you will. That's what he was. He was a con artist. It wasn't long after that. He stole the blessing from his brother from his, uh, uh, that was supposed to be given to him by his father. He, his father couldn't see well and was blinded in his old age. And, and Jacob sneaks in there and pretended to be Esau and, and got the blessing and, and took off running with it. He did not have a very good start whatsoever. But listen, he finished well with the name changed to Israel. And he was the father of the 12 tribes of Israel and went down at history of one of the great men of the faith and the greatest people that ever lived. You know, we pray uh, uh, to the God of uh, the God of our fathers and the God of Jacob. Yeah. And don't we always pray the God of Israel? Uh, that is what they're talking about, that God. Uh, look at Peter. Peter, hey, he denied Jesus Christ three times. Didn't have a very good start there. Three times. Hey, don't you know the Savior? I don't know the man. I don't know the man. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Three times he denied the Savior, but wait a minute, he finished well on the day of Pentecost when he preached and 3,000 people got saved. Um, how you finish is more important, listen, to how you began. There's a man, uh, a preacher named Mel Trotter, and uh, he was a, uh, 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 the, the, a drunken man. Uh, his dad was the owner of a saloon. And he was a, a, a drunk from, uh, from a childhood, and a horrible, horrible drunk. Well, his, he had a baby, and his baby was very, very ill. And uh, Mel Trotter had no money. Uh, he blew all his money on booze, and, and the doctor found him. And the doctor met uh, uh, Mel Trotter and said, look, he gave him enough money to go purchase the medicine. He said, your baby must have this medicine or he's going to die. He gave him the money for Mel Trotter to go right up a block away and get the uh, medicine to take another block to his own baby. And Mel Trotter took that money, and instead of going to the pharmacy, he went to the saloon, and he got drunk, and his baby died. If that was not bad enough, he came to the room where his baby was, his little child, and he took the shoes off of his baby's feet, and went and sold the shoes for more money to go buy more liquor. 
pretty sorry fella. He was, his life was so miserable and so overwhelmed with guilt. He went down to uh, 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 Lake Michigan and he decided he was going to kill himself there. And on his way to Lake Michigan, he heard a bunch of singing going on. And he passed by a rescue mission, and there were ladies out front singing uh, gospel songs, and he stumbled into that rescue mission. A preacher got up and preached, and that day, uh, Mel Trotter got saved and became a great preacher. Why? Hey, listen, he did not have a very good start, but he finished well. He finished well. And how you finish is far more important than how you and I will ever start. Be sure we finish well, among these days of so many people, like I said this morning, that are falling and Christian, the Bible says the end time, there'll be a great falling away. And I'll tell you, if we've ever seen it, we've seen it today in America. We're seeing a great falling away of people from the word of God, a falling away of Christians from decency and righteousness, a falling away of belief in God. We're seeing a great apostasy spreading like a wildfire across this world. And I'll, I'll tell you, we can see the signs of the time. Jesus is coming. Listen, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Um, you know, the, the Bible tells us that uh, at the end time, uh, you think the mark of the beast, you won't be able to buy or sell if you don't have the mark of the beast. Do you know even now, they started them in some airports that, that you, can, you walk into stores, there's a few of them, and they're starting to catch on and spread like crazy. There's stores, you simply walk into the store Pick what you want and walk out of the store. And when you walk in that store, the, uh, uh, the, 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 it detects who you are and you have a credit card linked to it or a bank account. And you go in and, and every item, it's known what you take out of the store. And you just go in and pick up what you want and leave. It charges you automatically. That does away with the long lines, amen? And, uh, but, but I'll tell you what, the, you wait till they do that at Walmart and Fred Meyer and cars, and, the, and, and Holiday, and Lowe's, and everywhere else, and you walk in, and you don't have the right chip, you can't buy or sell. I say, listen, the signs of the time, Jesus is coming again, and amongst these days, when so many people are falling away, we better make sure that you and I are finishing well, because that's how it's going to be remembered. How did you finish your Christian life? Can you stand like Paul someday and say, I finished my course, I kept the faith, Saul, Remember Saul? Saul started out really good. Very good. But you know, when I say Saul, most of us don't remember how Saul started. When we say Saul, you know what we remember? We remember the guy that chased after David for 13 years and tried to kill him. That's what we remember. When we say Saul, do you know what we remember? We remember the guy that at the end of his life, he's consulting a witch. That's what we remember. And when they say Saul, we remember the guy that lost the kingdom because the Spirit of God stepped away from him and no longer was on Saul and, and, and handed that, the kingdom over to David. That's what we remember. Very few of us remember how Saul started. Saul started as a hand-picked, hand-chosen by God himself who said, this is a goodly man and a choice young man and I choose him to rule my people. That's how he started. But he started good, but he did not finish well. Uh, remember Judas Iscariot? Hey, Judas Iscariot started off pretty good. He started off as one of the 12 disciples. He started off with walking with Jesus for three and a half years. I mean, he started off by being there when, when Jesus uh, fed the thousands of people on the hillside, when Jesus was raising the dead, when Jesus healed the blinded eyes, when Jesus walked on the water. I mean, he started pretty good. But when I say Judas Iscariot, you don't remember any of that. What do you remember? That's the man that betrayed Christ. Because he did not 
finish well. Uh, listen, let's make sure you and I finish well. Let's finish our family well. Let's finish our ministry well. Let's finish our marriage well. Let's finish our walk with God well. Let's make sure we, we, we finish the right, the right way. You know, there's people in this room that maybe you've had a rough start. Okay, so you had a rough start. That's okay, finish well. That's what matters, finish well. Uh, uh, maybe you haven't been the Christian you ought to be up till now. Okay, that's all right. Just finish well. Just finish well. And some of you had a great start, and you're not finishing very well. Uh, uh, I'm saying it's more important how we finish. If we want to finish well, there's a few things we've got to do. Number one, you've got to decide you want to finish well. It's real simple. Put your eyes on the goal and say, I'm not, I'm not deviating. That's how I want to finish. Uh, if, you, if we get a goal in mind, we can accomplish that goal. There's a young boy, and he, uh, he was in uh, 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 junior high. And in uh, uh, junior high, he tried out for the basketball team. He tried out for, for varsity, and he did not make it. He tried out for junior varsity. Uh, it was, I think it was actually his freshman year, if I'm not mistaken. But he tried out for junior varsity and did not make it. Hey, a boy, he got so disappointed, he was not good enough to even get on the basketball team. This young boy went out, that, from that point on, every day after school, he went out with a basketball, he forgot about his friends, he neglected all the other activities of life, and he went out on a basketball court between four and six hours every single day, and he, he practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced, hour after hour, day after day, and the next year, Michael Jordan made the team. Why? He put his eyes on a goal and said, that's where I'm headed. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I want in life. And that's what I'm going to go get. Hey, Christian, let's get our eyes off of all the things that this world wants to offer. And let's get our eyes and say, I want to finish my Christian life well. I want to finish with God well. I want God to look down someday and say, well done. You did a good job. Well done. Well done. That's what we ought to be looking for. Uh, if you want to finish well, then you must keep your eyes on that goal. Listen, I want to finish my ministry well. And so what I do, anything that might jeopardize that, I do my best to avoid it. I want to avoid anything that might jeopardize not finishing well. And, uh, and so you have to be, be careful. And say, I, listen, I, I, if I want to finish the ministry well, I can't finish the ministry well if I get taken out by some, some harlot. Some floozy wants to come in the church. <laughs> Hi, preacher. Can I have your phone number? <laughs> no. I say, sure, you got my phone number. It's 205-1262. And uh, it's 205-9420. Um, <laughs> that's Brother Dickerson's number. And, uh, but hey, I, I, listen, we finished well. We've got to finish well. Um, uh, you, if, if you want to finish your marriage well, get your eyes on that goal and say, I've got to finish well. And, and, and look at it and say, that's where I'm headed. That's what I want. And that's what I'm going to do. Do everything I can to make that goal happen. If, uh, do you want to finish your walk with God well? Then you better put your eyes on that goal and don't ever backslide. Uh, uh, keep your eyes on growing. Keep your eyes on going forward. Keep your eyes and walking with God. It is real easy. Listen, it is real easy to stray from a close, close relationship with God. You don't think so? Does anybody remember some guy named um, Derek Datwin? Anybody remember him? 
Isn't it funny? Derek used to be Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, worked. I always here, always involved. Tay moved away to Washington. You know what we all said? Oh, next Sunday, we sure miss Derek. The next Sunday, oh, boy, I sure miss Derek back there. Derek and Tasha, we sure miss them. And you haven't thought about them in months till I just said their name. Would you, you see him every day? Matthew, shut up. Wait a minute. Why? Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Remember Miss Sandy? The, the old lady that used to come to our church? Um, she used to buy all my sermons. If I ever mentioned her name in a sermon, she'd buy it. And so every day I'd get up and say, okay, Sandy. All right, take your Bible and turn to John. And, uh, but uh, yeah, remember Miss Sandy? Oh, and she left, and we're all praying, I'm going to miss her. And, and we all wept, and I remember the first Sunday without her. Oh, man, I sure miss Miss Sandy. And, and, but you know what happens? Listen, little by little, little by little, little by little, we drift apart. And now we hear from her here and there. She may show up for a couple days for, what was it, Thanksgiving or something? Uh, Christmas, yes. Uh, it was one of those important days shows. And uh, maybe send a text now. Wait a minute. Well, hey, you'll do the same thing with God. You'll be real close to him, but if you're not careful, pretty soon you'll stop spending time with him, and pretty soon he gets further away. And before you know it, there's a, there, you, 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 yeah, I remember Jesus. I, I, I used to pray to him a long time ago. And that's what happens. I'm saying, you're not going to finish your walk with God well unless you put your eyes on that goal and say, I'm going to finish well. I'm going to get my Bible today. I'm going to walk with God today. I'm going to stay close to my Savior today. I'm going to keep that thing growing and finish it well. Hey, you want to finish your ministry well? I want to remind you, anybody can quit. It takes no courage to quit. It takes, takes no backbone to quit. It takes no, no uh, 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 greatness to quit. Anybody can quit. But man, you want to finish that bus route well? You want to finish that Sunday school class well? You want to finish in church well? You want to finish your ministry well? But if you're going to finish well, you put your eyes on that goal and say, I'm the, uh, this is how you finish your ministry. You get promoted. You get promoted to heaven. When you get promoted to heaven, you're finished. So you let God promote you. When God promotes you, then you've finished well. Um, let's finish. Decide in the first place. Decide you want to finish well. Number two, pay attention to the details. Because the details, the little things, is what keeps us from finishing well. Do you know most people fail over the little things? The little things. Most people fail over the little things. When we are faithful in that which is least, God said you'll be faithful in that which is much. You better pay attention to the little things. In other words, guard your thinking. Nobody falls into sin. Nobody falls into sin. Only, we only go into sin if it's been preceded by a long line of wicked thinking. Nobody just all of a sudden, oh, I committed adultery. No, 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 no. You've been thinking immorally and lustfully for many months before you fell. Uh, you don't fall. You, just, you put down your guard way beforehand. There was a, uh, a, a rapist in Texas, and uh, uh, he, got, he got convicted. He got sentenced to death. And you know what he said? Uh, 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 before he went to, the, uh, 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 went to his death chamber, they asked me if I had anything to say, and this is what he said. He said, I'll tell you what, what I did was wrong, and I deserve to die. 
He said, but I'll tell you what, right next to me and the next person in line ought to be the people that put those pictures of those women dressed uh, 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 cladly up on the billboards. And those girls that used to ride the bus with me and they dressed all immodestly, he said, they ought to be next. He said, because, because they got me thinking wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. He, he can't blame them. He thought wrong because he wanted to think wrong. But the point was this. He started thinking wrong. He started looking. He started lusting. And before you know it, he was taking. And it ruined his life. Pay attention to the details. Uh, that's why you don't just miss a service here and there. You'll never miss two church services until you first miss one. I'm in such a dilemma, I don't even know what to do. I'm supposed to be in a wedding in May. And they stinking schedule the, the wedding for Saturday night at 6. Right now, we're talking to them saying, you need to change the wedding to 1. You've got to change the wedding to 1. I mean, I, what... Unless they got a plane leaving out of there about midnight, I'm in trouble. I don't know what I'm going to do. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just praying I die before they're trying to make a decision. And uh, uh, I, I don't know what to do. Listen, you're not going to miss two services until you miss one service. My father-in-law asked me to uh, preach on that Sunday down there. I said, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, you guys, got, you guys have a, a live streaming? Um, that was funny. Hey, uh, uh, be careful of the details. Be careful what you're watching on TV. Those are the details. <gasps> are you bored? That's because you're bored. Same thing. Pay attention to the details. Read your Bible every day. Pay attention to the details. Uh, uh, how do you treat your spouse? I'm saying those little things are what makes the difference. Ever make cookies and forget to put the quarter cup of baking soda in? It's the little things that make a big difference. Uh, number three. Number three. Live according to principle. If you want to finish well, like I said this morning, you better have some lines. You better have some convictions. You better have some principles. Live by a principle if you want to finish well. Um, uh, uh, you know, God said this, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. That's a pretty good principle. That's a pretty good principle. If you have ought with your brother, God said, come to the altar and leave your gift and then go find your brother and make it right. That's a good principle. Uh, uh, take those Bible principles and live by them. God put them there to help us finish well. You want to finish well morally? Don't ever be caught alone with a member of the opposite sex. Amen. And I don't know where you get this idea all of a sudden. I, I, I see you, you couples coming in, guys and girls coming in together and sitting, uh, sitting around together and, and, and hugging on each other. And all that. Hey, listen, that's, uh, that's still immoral. Right. It's still wrong. I don't care which way you slide, but listen, listen to me. You're more apt to commit some sort of sexual sin by being caught alone in a car at 10 o'clock at night riding around together than if you had the van pick you up. Come on now. You young people, it's time for you to, to have some moral, moral stability and some moral character about you. What are you guys and girls doing going over to each other's houses at night? Oh, well, we're, no, you're not. Hey, FaceTiming? You shouldn't be FaceTiming each other. You act like, the, uh, uh, like, uh, like, I'm not, like I'm stupid. Well, we just want to see each other. No. You did want to see each other, yeah, but no. Come on now. Hey, it's time for, listen, if you want to finish well, you better decide to finish well. You better decide, you know, we're not going to be alone together. 
We're not going to, we're going to, listen, when I counsel, if I'm counseling a woman, I have the windows up, I put the window up in my office. And if it's during the week, I don't meet them alone. I'm not going to meet some woman here alone. Say, don't you trust yourself? Nope. Sure don't. Uh, 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 put some principles up. Hey, one principle, I, uh, my family comes before the church. My family's going to come before the church. And I do, listen, I, I talked to a kid one time. His dad worked at the church. And, uh, and I mean, the kid just went, when he got 18 years old, he went flat out into all kinds of rebellion. I asked him one day, I said, what, what went wrong? What happened to you? And this is what he said. He said, you know, we couldn't do anything as a family without going by the church. He said, we go on, we're going to take, my dad took a week off for family vacation. On the way out of town, we stopped at the church and sat in the car for four to five hours. He said, I'm not going to do that to my family. Uh, have we ever stopped by the church? Yes, but I do everything I can to make sure it's five minutes or less. If I have to run in and get something, I'll run in and get something and come out. Uh, uh, listen, I can stay up and I can get up at two or three o'clock in the morning and work on a sermon. But I don't spend time with my family. Family comes first. Uh, 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 preacher, can, can I meet with you? It's, uh, it's Monday night. Sorry, I'm with somebody. Oh, you already have an appointment? Sure do. Who's your appointment with? None of your business. So what are you doing? I'm eating with my wife. The, 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 listen, uh, there needs to be some principles up. If you're going to, to end well, then we better put some principles up and live according to some type of principle of how we're going to live. That's why I said this morning, put a line up there. When do you shut the movie off? How do you dress? What is your standard? Do you have a standard? Number four, if you want to finish well, number four, you must keep a close relationship with God. I can't stress that enough. If you're going to finish your Christian life well, you've got to spend time with God. It will cleanse you and it will keep you from sin. It will keep a fire in your heart. You've got to get in this book and you've got to get walking with God. I'm afraid there's too You know what? When, so when you get to heaven, some of you get to heaven and you're not even going to recognize Jesus. You'll get in there and, and say, excuse me, can you show me who Jesus is? And Jesus is going to go, that's me. But you don't know. You've never talked to him before. You don't know anything about him. Hey, I'm saying, listen, I'm saying you, you, be, you better start walking with the Lord. What, what is, what is the spiritual temperature of ABC? If we were going to go through right now and find out how many chapters you read in your Bible this week and went one by one and added them all up, what would we come up with? I would take a poll if I thought everybody would be honest. But the truth is, I'll dare say everybody here probably read less than 50 chapters this week combined. Probably a lot less. How much time did you spend with God this week? If we were to go through and add up how much time we spent with the Lord this week, where would all of us how many hours would it be when it ought to be hours every day? I got a challenge for you. I don't know if Android does it because they're pretty, pretty sloppy, cheesy pieces of right. junk. But Apple, if you, get a, if you got an Apple phone, 
it has a thing on there that'll show you your screen time for the day. I give you a challenge. Compare your screen time with your book time. That's just your screen time on the phone. That's not counting everything else you do. That's just that one device. Last week I saw a teenager's phone. Screen time, one day, 11 hours. How do you spend 11 hours on your phone? 11 hours. No, I didn't even say, I didn't tell anybody it was you. Why are you all mad walking off? I purposely hid that. And uh, look at your screen. Hey, listen, that, that's why we're failing. Compare your time on TV with your time with Jesus. And you wonder why we're having a great falling away and we're not finishing well. It's time for, for, for Christians to have some spiritual stability again. What happened, to the, what happened to the Christianity when people got up in the morning and, and they went and they found a place in their prayer closet and they prayed and years later when they die, they say that the whole wall was stained yellow from the breath of their prayers. It's a stinky prayer. Thank you, Melvin. What, what happened to the stories? They say of James in the Bible that when he died, they in order that uh, 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 he had calluses on his knees that they uh, uh, that they had to cut in order to lay his legs out flat because he'd been on his knees so much. I've heard of I've heard of preachers that uh, in their hardwood floor in their house there's grooves in the floor where they knelt and prayed by their bed. How's your prayer life? How's my prayer life? I'm, I'm, I'm saying today, listen, if we want to finish well, there is no way in this world that we're going to finish well in this wicked, ungodly place that we live if we don't spend time with our God. There's no way we're going to do it. There's no way in this world you're going to finish well if you don't spend time with God. We've got to get back to that. We need to live in the Word of God. Preachers nowadays, they get their sermons from the internet. Listen, that's not where we get our, preach, our, our, our sermons. Saturday night, oh, I need a sermon. Type up uh, sermons, for, uh, uh, sermons for February 10th. There's one, I'll print it out. That's not, that, that's, not, that's not a sermon. And that's not a man of God, that's a lazy bum. Tell you what, listen, you want to, uh, 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 we're getting this book. Get in this book. That's where you get your sermons from. Uh, 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 how's your prayer life? That time that you talk with God. I'm saying, listen, if we want to finish well, we better put some principles up and live according to principle. We better decide to finish well. We better pay attention to all the little details. And we better get our walk with God straight. I'm afraid that too many of us are not having a time with God. And we don't pray. We don't walk with him. You know what we do? This is what we do. Listen to me. This is what we do. We go through the motions of Christianity. Because you know the lingo. You know the walk. You know what's expected. And you're like a little robot. You're like a little clone. On this cloning month. And you just, you just go out and do. You just go out and do it. But your heart's not in it at all. And you 
try to fool everybody, but you're not fooling God. I've been serving God now for 29 years. I'll tell you what, I hope I can finish well. I don't know how many years I have left, but the Bible says you have uh, three score and ten. If that, be, if that be true, and that's 70, that's 26 more years. 26 more years. Hey, all I got to do is what I've already done since I got saved. I just got to do it one more time. One more time. I hope I can finish well. I hope when the death bell tolls for me, I hope that the Lord will look down and say, well done. Well done. It's so important, Christian. It's so important. I wish somehow I could, I could shake the complacency out of every one of us and light a fire inside of our heart for Jesus Christ and say, I'm going to live for God. Our country is turning back. Our country is going to hell because the, the Bible says judgment must begin at the house of God. And as the church loses its fire, little by little, the world and America is just going to continue to go down. We hold the answer. We better get busy. And you better decide, I'm going to finish well. Uh, there's no, th this idea that Christians last three to five years is crazy. It's crazy. It's a shame. It's sorry. We should not be like that. Once we get saved, it should never, never change. It's good to see uh, Johannes back tonight. Glad you're here. Got saved and baptized this morning. Good. Came back tonight. Good. Scoot over a little bit from Brenda. A little more. I'm, I'm not kidding. Thank you. And uh, uh, listen, uh, here, I want you to finish well. I don't want you to finish. Brenda, go sit over. No, and uh, I want you to finish well. But you know the truth is you're 16 years old. Hey, 10 more years from now, you ought to be right here. Be right here serving God. You don't turn back. You don't quit. Just keep on keeping on. Every one of us ought to be that way. Let's bow our heads tonight, please. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. No one is looking. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed.